Today with Sarah McInerney. Listen back on the RTE Radio Player app. Well, it has certainly been the summer for rediscovering the great outdoors and many of us have been lucky enough to explore various corners of our island as we holiday at home. So, if you're still thinking of squeezing in a little holiday before September hits, perhaps uh, the kids go back to school or the weather gets a little bit colder, don't forget about camping camping could be an option. After all it's likely to be cheaper than a hotel and if you're concerned about mixing with people it may be possible to do it and stay contained within your family unit. So to figure out how to do it, what to do, what not to do, I'm joined in studio now by Mel McDermott who is founder of Gals Gone Wild and (laughs) travel writer Tom Brannock and also I'm joined on the phone by Kelly Carney who is blogger at My Little Babog and thank you all very much for joining us this morning. Um, Mel I might start with yourself because you went straight in at the deep end with wild camping which is hence girls gone wild um, which is camping that's not even in an official campsite so tell me about it so wild camping can be basically anywhere that is remote and wild so it can be up in the mountains it can be at lakes it can be in forests it's basically anywhere that doesn't have any recreational amenities like a kitchen or whatever so you basically get your tent put it on your backpack and then you set off into the wilderness and Pray to God that you don't get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you laugh, but uh, you, I mean, you do this on your own. Do, yeah. you, uh, do you ever have any safety concerns? It's actually a really good question about regards to the safety aspect of it, especially being a woman. I think that's the number one thing that women feel uh, kind of, I suppose, apprehensive about, about hitting the trail solo, um, is that fear um, associated with it. And I, there's so many statistics out there, and I won't delve into them because I could go on about it for ages, but it's it's something that you should not be worried about. There is there is no risk of you, um, I suppose, with anybody coming into your tent late at night. <laughs> like it's just not going to happen. I've been doing it for three years myself. You've actually well, it's, got it's very unlikely to happen. Very, sorry, I suppose. we can't. It's give very a unlikely. Yeah, it's okay. very, exactly. Um, you've got more risk, I suppose, of being it, like somewhere in the city centre or something like that. So, um, it's all about planning ahead and pre- preparing, uh, for for your trip. So before you even set out that day for your hike. It's about planning what you're going to bring, where you're going to go, making sure that you tell somebody where you're going um, and just kind of, yeah, having a plan in place um, so that, that you, you, you're minimising that risk. Uh, but yeah, I have never, I've been doing it for three years and I've never had Any been issues. met with anything whatsoever. Yeah, it's been okay, fine. So you're packing to go yes. on your camp or your trip. Yeah. Um, what do you put in your bag and how heavy can your bag be? That's it. Yeah, great question. It's I think we tend to want to bring everything in the kitchen sink. Um, I was talking to Tom and he mentioned about bringing a pillow and I am like, nope. I'm like, <laughs> absolutely not. I'm like, that is a luxury item. So for me, it's all about packing lightweight. Um, and there's kind of a trade-off. Like you need to, you're like, are you, am I going to bring more food? Am I going to bring a heavier sleeping bag depending on the weather? Um, so I will have a very lightweight backpack. So the backpack itself is under like, I say, 1.23 kilos and then in that then you're going to have your basics you're going to have your camping mat you're going to have your sleeping bag um and pillow no so what you can do is you can actually get your uh your coat like your um your rain jacket and then you can fold that up and then you can stuff it inside the one of the dry bags and then that becomes your your pillow and then you're saving weight and then obviously you need your food so lightweight again you bring your kind of dehydrated meals and then your camping stove um and then that's pretty much it I'm like toiletries 
no, don't bring, no, if I'm going for one night, don't bring my toothbrush, toothpaste. Dentist is probably going to be like, what are you doing? It's only one night, you know. And this is if I'm, if I'm hiking a long distance, I want it to be light now. So it, it differentiates between like what you would and wouldn't bring. Deodorant, don't bother. You're just going to smell. Um, sun, sun lotion, definitely. I would always bring that. Um, and then change of clothes. No, I just wear the same clothes. <laughs> People are like, God. And then um, what else would I bring? My thermals. Because Ireland has such inter- interchangeable weather, you know, you could set off and that's another thing is checking our weather um, because it's really important because if it's, you know, super windy or it, the temperature drops, you need to stay warm. So I would always have my thermal layers with me and okay. a change of socks. And that's basically it. OK, so when you go, Tom, do you bring deodorant and toothbrush? <laughs> uh, no, I'm also fairly eco in that respect. But I'm, I, I did go wild camping last weekend with my dog in West Cork, which was fun. And like Mel was saying, I think less is def- definitely more. Um, I think, though, for example, if you have the luxury of bringing your, your car, that kind of does give you that wiggle room for an extra few things. But I think it's the basics. It's having a decent tent where you can sleep a peace of mind, not knowing that you're going to hear like raindrops coming through in the middle of the night um, you know you could go to the, like any kind of camping store and pick up a, a blow up mattress you know with a, a battery powered pump which gives you a little bit more luxury yeah, hold on this want. sounds very luxurious would you that be in favour of that that's like Matt? five star treatment I mean if I was able to bring a <laughs> blow, blow up, up I, I'd just bring my bed <laughs> yeah for sure I guess like and these things are really cheap but if you're not hiking too exactly. far I had to I think you know I had to log a bit of a container about a kilometre or two but I was thinking yeah I next time I'll do a bit of downsizing but it's those things yep. it's like you say the socks a hat if it's chilly yep. um, less less is definitely more Okay well Kelly is also on the line Kelly Carney who's blogger at My Little Bad Bug and Kelly you're camping right now Yeah <gasps> Oh sorry I'm Kelly I don't think the line is great there. just try once more first and if not we'll try a different line Can you hear I'm, something? I'm, I'm just laughing here to myself because um, <laughs> we have my partner's van with us and we have brought everything. We have brought the kitchen sink and more. <laughs> so you have the deodorant and the toothbrush. We, yes, we have everything. Now, it's a wooden toothbrush, so I suppose that's something. But like, we have the blow beds. We have um, a pull-out picnic bench. We have the chairs. I'm looking here, kind of going, they'd hate me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we, we bought duvets off the bed, pillows. We have everything. We have a little mini fridge and everything. But of course, you also have five kids with you, so that yeah. does change it a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, so um, we have uh, five five kids, ten, six, two four-year-olds and a one-year-old. And how or why, Kelly, did you think in your head the best thing for us to do right now is go camping? Oh, I think the line's gone again, unfortunately, because I want to hear the answer to that question. <laughs> Kelly, do we have you? No, we might try and get you back on a different line. I'm interested in why you, Mel, thought in your head, you know what I'll do, I'll head out my own, pack my bag and just find a spot anywhere to go camping. Like what what made you do it? For me, it was uh, my mental health. I suffered from depression years ago and I found my, I suppose, the healing aspect of it was to get out into nature. And I think that time away 
um, to just, I suppose, breathe and reconnect to nature, but also to yourself. You know, there's none of that like external chatter and noise. Um, and I think it can be really empowering as well for women to get out and to um, to try something like this. It builds your confidence and your skill set as well. Uh, but I would definitely say not to to take on that unless you feel fu- like fully comfortable. Mm. So with um, our community, Gals Gone Wild, we do trips we do wild camping trips and it's to kind of I suppose give the women uh, the tools so that they can go off if they choose to to go off and do it by themselves Uh, but for me yeah it was always about just um, getting out um, and reaping in the benefits of nature for my for my mental health Okay because we've lots of texts in from people who are a bit annoyed by campers Uh, Claire says I live in Wicklow I'm sick and tired of people coming into the most beautiful parts of this country leaving half a ton of rubbish including the tents sleeping bags after them I've seen places destroyed by these so called wild campers if you want to go camping have a bit of respect for where you go and another person then is asking about toilet waste yeah, sorry, Absol- I'm asking you, Mel, because you, you're you're yeah. in campsites normally, Tom. Are you? Yeah, or, yeah. That, that's more Mel's yeah. jurisdiction. Yeah, I'll come to you in a second. And I'm so happy to answer that and actually bring awareness to it. And it's such a valid point. Uh, we've actually set up an initiative called GGW Trail Angels, and last week we actually went to a um, wild camping location in Wicklow in Lara. Uh, with Quilter Ireland and Leave No Trace Ireland and we cleaned up an, an area uh, with and we collected 17 bin bags of rubbish. We di- uh, took apart a teepee that had been set up with like felt around it and then inside it there was black bin bags and rubbish and um, cans and the, the okay, whole so lot. this does happen. Oh, it's and it's becoming more prominent now because of our staycation because people are wanting to get out and to connect to nature but they're not so doing responsibility. So can I ask you about toilet waste? No, oh yeah. I don't particularly want to ask you but I suppose I better. No, it's a great, yeah. Um, I think you what you need to do, we call packing it out. So if you're going to, we'll say number one or number two just to keep it. <laughs> So number one, you uh, you know you have your tissue or your wet wet wipes. You need to if you're going to the bathroom, you need to be 50 meters away from a river source, um, and 50 meters away from your actual campsite, and you should pack out your your tissue. Um, so basically, that means bringing it home with you. Uh, with regards to number two, we recommend that you same thing 50 meters away, and that you dig a hole. So if you can buy those like little. Um, I suppose gardening uh, trowels, trowels, yeah, and you can dig a hole and then do your business. Now you can also actually pack that out and bring it home with you as well. Now that's an extreme, but it's it's the whole aspect around leave no trace and the seven pr- uh, principles of like. Okay, so it's not like just go behind a bush. No, like that is okay. not the no, ethos no, here. No. Okay, we have Kelly back on the line. Um, Kelly, I was just asking, why did you think of doing this with with yeah, five so- very small children? So last year, I everybody was taught, raving about kaleidoscopes, like a family festival um, that took place in Blessington. And after seeing all the reviews on social media, during wintertime, I've seen a tent for little or nothing, an eight-man tent for £300, and I just jumped on it. I bought it, and it arrived, and my partner nearly died. <laughs> <laughs> he, his idea of camp, his camping to him is just hell. He, 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 he's not made for it at all. He has to have a shower today, and... It's just moped about the, the tent kind of going, can we, can we ring your friend that lives local and I'll go for a shower in Oh, God, love him. But, um, yeah, it was, it was literally on a whim of all the reviews of people camping last year. And we went um, a couple of weeks ago to a place in Carlo, um, and we're camping again now in Kilkenny. And um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. The kids are having an absolute ball. Are they? And your, your tent has rooms now. This is not any yeah. ordinary tent. So our tent, our tent 
has um has four rooms, four double rooms and a kind of living area in the middle. Um so we have four double beds um in each room and then we kind of have a little sofa bed set up in the middle with a fridge and table and then we have on the outside because obviously we have the little one where she's one um she'd be on her toes. We have um like little stakes around the windbreakers kind of coming around to make a little garden so that we can keep her in um, at the front and stuff. And what's the weather like, Kelly? Because it's it's, it's awful here. (laughs) It's actually calm now. It started raining about midnight last night and it didn't stop until about 9 or 10 o'clock this morning. Um, Yeah, it's very mushy and... I, 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 I'm expecting it to rain now in the next couple of hours for the rest of the day. I don't, don't know what, what the plans are, what we're going to do, but um, yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's set to rain now for the foreseeable for yeah. the next couple of days. So what do you do with that, Tom, when, when that's happening, that um, the weather, we can see what the weather's like and the weather's not good and you're stuck in your tent and the little pitter-patter of the water is, you know. Well, I guess if you're like not while camping and I assume Kelly's on a, in a site somewhere, but I mean, if you're lucky enough, many of the, like our Irish campsites nowadays are really well kitted out for families. There's been a bit of a change this year in terms of social distancing that some of the like activities um, there's like really family friendly sites like um, Morris uh, Castle Strand in County Wexford and they would be known for having you know a whole a, a, a cinema you know a kids club sports and what have mm. you so there's often like activities indoor activities and kind of Outdoor, I mean, if if you're near a beach, it's it's great. You're going to get wet anyway in the water. But um, I think uh, many of the sites do have kind of backup activities for families and the likes. And, um, and what's availability like now? The thing about availability is you really need to book ahead. And we were saying that even two months ago. Now yeah. we're entering the kind of the shoulder season, so it could be a little bit quieter. But um, campsites um, have, are, re- I mean, the big, uh, I guess we we're a little bit, I think maybe there's a, a, a bit of snobbery attached to, our, to campsites in Ireland or maybe like traumatic throwbacks about going around the ring of Kerry as a youngster in a caravan <laughs> and what have you. But it's become really popular this year. And as yeah. a result, you really need to book ahead. Um, also for the likes of, unfortunately, many sites this year aren't um, accepting tents because yeah. of the extra pressure they put on in common areas. So while caravanners or people in mobile homes are obviously welcome, if you have a lot of extra campers descending on the kids clubs or, um, you know, showers, kitchens more so, that's going to create, okay, create so you issues. you can't just rock up with your tent and say, no I've rocking arrived. Up, absolutely. Right. Um, what about COVID restrictions? Um, again, like um, many of the, we'll say the showering areas and uh, showering blocks would have many of the shower, showers kind of every second one, um, every second sink. Um, like I say, many of the, the kids clubs have kind of been altered or put aside. But as you mentioned at the, the outset, you know, you're in the, the open air. You couldn't necessarily get a more kind of safer environment in mm. that respect. And um, obviously all the campsites are super, super aware of kind of keeping things safe okay um can i ask you mel about you know if people are being convinced by by what you're talking about you know to give it a try it's not as simple as it is just finding a spot How, how are you sure that you're not on private property that's a yeah well you need to seek permission you need to basically, there'll be signs up um, if it is private property. Usually farmers will have signs up there. And I would never venture into locations like that. Um, mainly just because you have to respect, you know, you have to respect that from, from farmers. So if you do want to, you would seek permission from the landowners. Um, but there's waymarked trails that you can usually um, 
they allow you to camp uh, within their forests, uh, Quilcha as well, but you have to also seek permission um, off them. You're generally allowed to uh, camp on beaches, but you, n- you need to check that in advance as well. Make sure that um, the beach that you're going to does actually allow you to, to camp there. You can find that on their on their website usually. Um, and same thing, yeah, just see, it's it's seeking permission. Okay. Um, and so also, responsibility is a big yeah, theme here, isn't it? You know, seeking yeah. permission, you, you can't just like no. camp and, and leave all your rubbish behind and leave no. like that is not how this works. If I can say about visiting um, Leave No Trace Ireland and it, it comes back to that, the responsibility and it's the seven principles um, of Leave No Trace and the Code of Conduct and they're planning ahead, being considerate of others, respecting farm animals and wildlife, camping on durable and safe ground, um, leaving what you find, disposing of waste properly and mi- minimising the effects of okay. fire. Kelly, can I ask you then, so you've tried it twice now, um, your, your partner may well be convinced that this is the way to go for holidays of the future. Mm. Um, so what would be your advice be to people who are considering doing this um, with, with, with children specifically? Um, one of the first things, one of our, one of the biggest mistakes we made was not putting up our tent before we hit the pitch, before we hit the campsite. We didn't have time, we didn't have room. It's, being an eight-man tent, it's huge. It, it wouldn't fit in the back garden. So, um go to a field, go to a friend's house or their back garden and see how the tent goes up um, because it took us about two hours the first day to get it up. And then yesterday, um, half an hour, the eight-man tent was up in half an hour with just himself doing it on his own. Um, so that'd be one of the biggest things. Um, I suppose as well, look look at the forecast. Now I did, I, I, I knew it was, we were going to have a bit of bad weather, but um, I didn't. Um, I didn't plan any activities around the bad weather. Now we'll make the most of it. I brought loads of games and stuff to kind of occupy us indoors, and we were planning to head out to Kilkenny Castle. But I'm like, I'm, you know, almost afraid to go. Case of start last remember there, but like I, I suppose with COVID, um, it's hard because everywhere is limited now with numbers like swimming pools and indoor play centres and stuff like that. Um, so try and plan in advance with the weather and stuff like that. Um, and they're, they're good tips yeah they're they're definitely good tips uh, and and I suppose you're going to try and figure out what you're going to do today as you say with the, with the weather um, I might just yeah. ask you then Tom about cooking um, well like Mel, like Mel was saying definitely um, avoid those kind of disposable barbecue issues oh, yeah. and what have you but you can definitely I mean pick up um, I always say you know invest in good stuff at least you'll have them for life yeah. and um, yeah I think there's nothing better than it, it can be quite simple even something as simple as like s'mores and marshmallows around the fire in the evening or a little camp stove where you can like rustle up your ishbini in the morning if you're if, or vegan sausages or whatever you're having what so, about a wildfire or not a wildfire obviously but building a fire no I just don't I really just don't recommend it because it's hard to um, to leave no trace with it it's hard unless you actually know how to set one up properly so that it's not going to leave um, like fire rings or uh basically damage the ground um, I would very rarely I would very rarely do one and there's this misconception I don't know that you see those fire rings with the rocks going around Mm. them that's not a that's if you see that take those rocks and they're usually from the river put them back in like that's not that's not how you build a a proper fire so I wouldn't I wouldn't bother All right, Um, Kelly finally final word to you then when do you finish this trip and will you plan to go again 
We're finishing up on Wednesday and I've, <laughs> yes, definitely, I've already got another trip booked. <laughs> okay, so she has caught the bug, Perfect. you know, yeah, there you definitely. go. <laughs> Kelly Carney, thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning. That's uh, Kelly Carney, blogger at My Little Babog. And also I've been joined in studio by Mel McDermott, founder of Gals Gone Wild and Tom Brannock, who is a travel writer. Is there a website, Tom, that people can go to to get more um, information? Well, camping-ireland.ie has a good resource of all the kind of um, fault-approved website um, okay. sites. But don't just dis- don't discount all the other great sites across the country too who may not necessarily you know be on be that, on that yeah, website. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining me. We're back after this today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio One.